Welcome back, everybody. Um, we're just going to recap on what we talked about in our last episode. You know, we were talking about uh, who the sun is, um, the fact that God expressed his love in giving his son. That was the biggest expression of, you know, like who God is and his love that he has for us. He gave us his son. Um, and we talked about not limiting God's capabilities and how God, you know, glorified the son, um, exalted the son. We were looking at Hebrews and we saw so much about the father and the son. So now as we're moving, you know, we recognized and identified who the father is. Um, he's God. You know, as we're talking, you know, we're going to recognize like, okay, God is the father when we're speaking. And then we have a son who was begotten. And we talk about now, uh, looking at John 1, 1. There we have, we kind of touched on it, but we're going to go back to it and start off with, you know, this creation aspect. We're going to look at it once again, and then we'll go into Romans 1.20. But let's start off with John 1.1. 1, 1. Who wants to read it? I'll read it. Good job, Lance. All right. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. That's it? Yeah. And this one was in the beginning with God. We're just trying to lay the foundation here of creation. So today's episode, we're going to kind of focus on what, it, what creation means in a biblical sense. We're just going to you know, go back over it, unlearn what we've learned before and relearn through the Spirit. Let the Spirit tell us, you know, what's what really happened in creation and who was there in creation. Um, so let's go now to, you know, as we're seeing here, you know, we identified who the Word was, which is the Son, and we identified who God is, which is the Father. They were there in the beginning. Um, so now, yeah, we can just kind of go Romans 1.20 here. Anybody has any thoughts to put into that? Yeah, when you said um, they were there in the beginning and we established that uh, the father and the son in the beginning was the word, like uh, Theo had said in one of our past uh, episodes that, you know, uh, two God being one God nature, right? And so we see that um, just before anything ever existed, um, God has always been there. There's none before him. And, and, and he is the source of all. He brought forth his son. And now, here we have the scenario set up for where creation takes place. And this is now where we go into uh, transition into Romans 1.20, right? Cool. All right, so Romans 1, verse 20. And it says, I read in the KJV. For the invisible things of him from the creation of the world are clearly seen, being understood by the things that are made, even his eternal power and Godhead, so that they are without excuse. What is this text talking about? Well, we might have to go a few verses. Well, we have to say, I guess, define who is him, who is uh, Paul talking about here? Yeah. That's true. 
Who's he talking about? Says verse 18, for the wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and unrighteousness of men who hold the truth in unrighteousness, because that which may be known of God is manifest in them, for God had showed it unto them. For the invisible things of him from the creation of the world are clearly seen, being understood by the things that are made, even his eternal power and Godhead, so that they are without excuse. So clearly talking about... Yeah. So the invisible things of him. So what are the invisible things of God? that I clearly see. Invisible things of him. Invisible things of him. What do you mean by that, Lance? Maybe his character. Maybe his likeness. Maybe, you know, things that we don't necessarily think about um, normally. You know what I mean? Um, it says that I clearly see clearly seen yeah clearly is a strong word <laughs> it's a strong, it's a strong word so invisible like when you think invisible it's like less visible so you're not really you know so it's like what is that you're clearly seeing invisible things or not visible at all not visible at all <laughs> yeah but you're clearly seeing it yeah and what is what is showing this stuff what is now it's, it says creation creation yeah so, i think creation reveals i mean if we we're going to touch on it let's just look at what um, Colossians 1 was saying as we talked about um, a little bit earlier. Colossians 1, 13, um, we're starting from verse 12. Um, so sticking to the whole invisible concept of a revelation and creation, it says, giving thanks unto the Father, which hath made us meet to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints in light, who hath delivered us from the power of darkness and hath translated us into the kingdom of his dear son. His dear son is verse 14 picking up in whom we have redemption through his blood. That's mm -hmm. the blood of his dear son, even the forgiveness of sins. Verse 15, his dear son again, who is the image of the invisible God, the same invisible God we just talked about. Mm. His dear son is the firstborn of every creature. And it says, for by him, his dear son, were all things created that are in heaven and that are in earth, visible and invisible, whether they be thrones or dominions or principalities or powers. All things were created by him. Again, this is the son. And for him, again, this is the son. And he is before all things. And by him, all things consist. consist. So we see the invisible God here, wrapping right back to what we just read in Romans 1. Um, had a son that we talked about in previous chapters and this son was before all things it didn't say the son was created but that the son was before all things we already established that he was begotten and brought forth now let's look at how creation gives us insight into that relationship between the father and the son yeah also you made the point I just want to emphasize it more how Hebrews 1 3 says who being the brightness of his glory and the express image of his person. Yeah. No, I know the, the verses goes on longer, but just that part, just to emphasize the point he made about being the image of the invisible God. Yeah. And, you know, actually going back to Romans 120, the invisible things of him or the invisible God and the creation, they're expressing things that 
sometimes, I guess in our normal Christian talk, we're like, you know, these are things that we can't know. But this is saying God's eternal power and his Godhead should be understood because of creation. And even, and even that right there, when you talk about um, the Godhead, yeah. right? Of God, we see where Godhead there just means uh, divine nature. Mm-hmm. And so the divine nature, and there are only two beings, like you said, that possess the divine nature, God and his son. Yeah, going back to that, that whole point that we talked about on previous episodes, Godhead doesn't mean, you know, normally they talk about Godhead being like a structure or, a or like structure. some type of couple of people or, you know, treat three people or, you know, whatever. But that's not what it's saying. Godhead in the Greek is divine or not divinity. Even, I mean, it's interesting. Even just the dictionary, I just put it up. It says divine nature. Yeah. Like, so that's, that's all it means. The dictionary yeah. says that. Dictionary.com. You know, <laughs> Godhead is a noun. God, divine nature. Yeah. You know? so, in yeah. the lovely things of nature and creation, we should be able to learn more of the wisdom of God and the divine nature. Yeah. Right? And so that's why now we're going to go to Genesis mm-hmm. to see how God created, right? And what he what, revealed about himself and what he created. Right, yeah. right. And even now as we look in nature, what we could see in, as, as far as this, like, like systems that God has set up that would bring his divine nature and bring, it even, um, bring these things even more light to us, right? We could see his image. Yep. And, and clearly. The, the, clearly. The, without clearly. excuse, though, it's yeah, powerful. Yeah, that's, that's where I want to Without excuse. Because yeah. my grandmother, grandmother you know, yeah. she would always tell me, you're going in too deep. It's too right. deep. That's Who caught the throat, ma? I'll find you. But yeah, um, <laughs> it's too, too deep. And I'm just like, if God has revealed something to us in scripture, right. you know, he wants us to know about it. He wants us to know more about who he is. And it's like we've been saying, it's clearly, it's clearly understood. And so if you, if you go deeper into the text also, you're talking about people that, it says, against all ungodliness, unrighteousness, men who hold the truth in unrighteousness, because they which may be known of God is manifest in them, for God had showed it unto them. So it's not, it's not even talking about a righteous person. It's talking about ungodly people that should know this truth. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. a good point. That's a good point. I mean, yeah, I mean, no like man, everybody. no man will be able to, like everybody, everybody. <laughs> yeah. 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 All, yeah. All, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I think, I think the, the bottom line is right. No man can stand before God and say God has not um, given us any light. I think the first, the Vallab verse gives even clarity. It says, when they knew God, they glorified him not as God. I think that is, that is part of the fundamental problem that I've seen um, occur over the, just the, the Christian experience is that now we have confusion about who God is and we're not glorifying the one true living God and yeah. his son as the Bible clearly gives us um, direction to do but there is confusion yeah yeah but God said it was clear <laughs> like, 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 I'm agreeing with you right. like right. we're confused but God said it was clear it's like, clear Without Not, excuse, and I know we're gonna read. How, I know we're gonna read Genesis. No. Oh, yeah, I know we're gonna read Genesis, but this Psalms verse just keeps like yelling at me, in a good way. Um, Psalms 19: The heavens declare the glory of God, yeah, and the firmament show of His handiwork. Day unto day uttereth speech, and the night unto night showeth knowledge. There is no speech nor language where their voice is not heard. So it's like there's no barriers. Like mm-hmm. just because you don't speak 
uh, Spanish like, or English or whatever. Like, the no language mm-hmm. ne- where their voice is not heard. No, like, I know we're going to read Genesis. But that, yeah. that verse is just... Nah, that's good. Nature is, nature is a great revelation of, of God. Uh, the, I think last week, through the text messages, people were sending different uh, things about people that didn't believe in God and stuff. And there was one about um, a comedian, Spears, Aaron Spears, I think it was. But he was talking about, you know, a black atheist, being a black atheist. And <laughs> he said he hadn't reached the dark side yet because of nature. Wow. Because his thing was, I'm seeing all these things happen. Black, you know, we've been in bondage, we've been enslaved, we've been this. He's talking about this person died here, this person died over here. The people that were in, the, in God's house, they got, they were shot in God's house. You know, but I can't really go in completely in the dark side because I see the flowers, I see the trees, mm, I the see stars. Uh, like you, <laughs> yeah, you, you can't. Yeah. You have to acknowledge those things. Those yeah. things are. I kind of came out of just <laughs> a bang. When I was in college, um, I, I took two philosophy classes: philosophy one one hundred one, philosophy of religion. In philosophy one hundred one, there was a book, and it gives different philosophers. And one of the philosophers talked about the watchmaker and it talked about the intelligent watchmaker when you look at a watch how in- intricate a watch is it could have not just come by by itself right. someone has to have created a watch you know it has to be designed by something the same thing with our human body and who we are with nature how nature you know the leaves fall at a certain time then they grow in a you know you have yeah. to it's ha- it didn't just come by chance. Yo, it's, that's on point because I always talk to uh, my wife about the seasons and how like everything plays a crucial role in like uh, just the 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 corporation that is Earth. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like the snow is essential for the for the for the flowers, just as the leaves that that degrade into and provide nutrients. Like all of that is intricate like yeah. y'all been to the beach before right yeah have y'all seen the beach <laughs> have y'all seen like the ocean in the night mm. and you just come on like yeah i just can't just come out nature has nature has something to say <laughs> yeah. like about god like and it's clear and you know i think if you look at it what if god and his son and through his son created all things what is the biggest creation that he made that speaks the most about him? Are there levels to it? Is there one thing that he made that who was made in his image? All right, that's a good question. <laughs> like, if there's something that speaks to create to who God is, to his Godhead, to his eternal power, that would be. The, the thing that was made in his image and that's going straight to Genesis right there like we were made in his image so I think we should go straight to that all right Dwight you got me excited to go to Genesis <laughs> so we can I mean start where are we starting from let's start from the beginning man we're gonna go from the beginning so we establish the father and the son and Genesis 1 says in the beginning God created the heaven and the earth and the earth was without form and void and darkness was upon the face of the deep and the spirit of god moved upon the face of the waters and god said let there be light and there was light and god saw that the light 
And God saw the light, that it was good, and divided the light from the darkness. And God called the light day, and the darkness he called night. And the evening and the morning was the first day. Boom. Okay. So he's, God is in here at the jump. The spirit of God moved on the face of the waters. And I guess we have to go into that. So when it says in the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth, what are we looking at? Are we looking at just pertaining to this earth? Or pertaining it to it under you as a universe right and i think it's in reference to us right here because in john 1 1 when it says in the beginning was the word and the word was god we're talking about before anything was created and so now when we look at the in the beginning here i'm thinking this this pertains to us now as this earth our heaven so and our, our, earth. our heaven our earth because that's what god now is is, is, is now doing here because we know that as, as you just, you just see, the, see the setup, right? We established before and we established in the beginning as of all time. Timeline pertaining to us. I can buy that. Any? And so now we see God knows illustrating that until he's going about doing his handy works. And so you got to tell me, so God is doing his handy works here. And he says, the earth was a form and void. God was upon the face of the deep. And the spirit of God moved upon the face of the waters. And God said, let there be light. So we see God is now speaking. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> okay. You say that to your... No, you no, say, you say, <laughs> no. I think, I think, I think, you know, a lot of people get confused when they see the spirit of God. They say there, there is another being that is present other than what we read earlier, that it was the mm-hmm. Father and the Son present at creation. So you want right? to go there right now? Well, I do think <laughs> I just want to bring our attention back to, to when Christ was being baptized. It stated very clearly that the Spirit of God descended in the form of a dove. I believe that's in Matthew chapter. I don't know if that's 14. Chapter 3. 14, 3? Chapter 3. 3. Um, but it, it stated there that the Spirit of God descended in the form of a dove, and God spoke from heaven, saying, This is my beloved Son. Clearly, we know that this is the Father speaking. His presence, His as we discussed in the previous. Um, chapter um, discussions was that his presence is not limited to being in one place he is the omnipresent source of all things therefore in that same light I see that text in Genesis chapter 1 being very similar to what we see in uh, was it Matthew chapter I don't 3 know, verse uh, chapter yeah three. chapter 3 down that, that God the Father is speaking these things into existence not independent of his son being present but that, as the scripture shows, that the son was with him and through him were all things created. You Verse know? 16. And, 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 and so, you know, that's my, my thought on it is, you know, let's not get confused trying to introduce another God being other than the very presence of the father. His personal presence, his omnipresence. Which is magnificent. His magnificence. You know what that makes sense it's just magnificence we're talking about the source of all things yeah. Colossians 8 first first Corinthians 8 6 yeah you know there's one God the Father of whom are all things the source this is him he is once again in the position now of being over all of his creation with his son by his side as we looked at in Romans 1 20 and they are together doing a marvelous work that gives more insight into their relationship. Yeah, and I think, you know, as we progress in this understanding of creation and, you know, we, I think we talked about who's the most qualified to speak on who God is. That was the expression, right? That was Christ. 
But now we're looking at who's the most qualified to speak on who God is out of creation. Based off creation. Yeah. Based off creation. And right there, we're looking at those who, you know, us. We were made in his image. So we should also now, we're going to reflect that image in certain ways. Like, as we were talking about God's spirit hovered over the face of the water. His spirit is not independent of himself. Because we don't, if we're in his image, we should have a spirit mm. that is not necessarily walking next to us, outside right. of us. Right? So I think that, you know, we'll get into we'll get more, into the end, more of the spirit. Definitely. But it, just to clarify, like, there is not, scripture is not pointing here, spirit of God, as to be someone other than the Father. So, so what you're saying is that your spirit is your spirit. There isn't a Dwight the Spirit that exists I mean, apart from you. If we want, <laughs> <laughs> we could Let's, go we to that. Okay, go, 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 Yeah, first Corinthians two verses eleven. You can start at ten. And it says But God had revealed them unto us. Have revealed them unto us by his spirit for the spirit searcheth all things yea the deep things of god verse 11 for what man knoweth the things of a man save the spirit of a man which is in him even so the things uh, of even so right even so is just like mm -hmm. so yeah make sure like even so so mm -hmm. that clarifies just like god has a spirit once again, we were made in his image, right? Mm -hmm. So it's going to reflect in that same way. What? You about to say something? No, I'm just letting you clarify because we have to show why we, how we were made in his image. Yeah, we're going to get there. We're going to get there. We just want this a little you know, segue, uh, uh, you know, oh, sidebar. Gotcha, gotcha. But um, just to clarify, you know, in the next, even so, verse 11, the, so the things of God knoweth no man but the spirit of God. So it's just a nice little parallel here. And now just, you know. I'll read verse 12 too. Now we have received not the spirit of the world, but the spirit which is of God, that we might know the things that are freely given to us of God. That's that's crucial. <laughs> that's, 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 it's possessive. Possessive. It's possessive. It's not of his own. It's of, it belongs to someone. It belongs yeah. to the Father. Like think about, it's not, it's kind of, it's, it's contrary to what this is saying would be thinking like, all right, it's God the spirit is the one doing this stuff or the one thinking or the one that Paul is talking about in Corinthians. But no, you can't come from this. I mean, I would hope you don't come from this <laughs> scripture reading this and think that this is someone other than the father. Right. Oh, I, I just got to say, man, it's one of the best words. Like, I yeah. just got to emphasize free is always yeah, yeah. nice to see. Freely given to us. Of, of God. God. That we are saying that we should know. Yep. Because he said he has made it clear. Right? So. 
Let's go back to Genesis then and try we, to. We, yeah, we don't have to go through the whole. We're just going straight of, to um, creation. We can go man. to like I, I the do, man being yeah, created. I do, yeah. I do want to point out yeah. that that before we get to man, mm-hmm. God created everything in a consistent fashion: the evening and the morning, day and night. Um, one, the, two, three. First you know, it's just one and the other, one or the other. God said, "Let the earth bring forth grass and herb." And then it says in verse 14, let there be lights in the firmament, right? And he calls seasons. And let there be lights. God was consistent with everything that he did. Mm-hmm. God made two great lights. Greater light to rule the day, mm-hmm. and lesser light to rule mm-hmm. the night. Mm-hmm. He made the stars, right? Um, and then in verse 20, God uh, said, let the waves bring forth abundantly the creatures. And then in verse 22, God blessed them and said, be fruitful and multiply. So he, he gave to the creatures the ability to multiply everything that was living on the earth it said and everything that was in the waters and the fowls of you know he brought forth of their i I don't want to skip over the point of um in 20 when -hmm. god said let the waters bring forth abundantly the moving creatures that had life Mm -hmm. and 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 fowls that fly above the earth in the open firmaments of heaven and so you see where god said that the waters bring forth from the water we see the kind of creatures that came forth from the water Mm -hmm. right they had moving um, they have life fowls, that's a birds, uh, and um, above that, that fly above the earth and the firmaments. And so we see that, like you were just saying, there's an order, and all, but God also has a cis- consistent system in which He's yeah. using with, with bringing forth things are coming forth from something after mm-hmm. He after He said, Let there be light, and God started after He made the foundation of the world. Then from that foundation, I would say, He then things were coming forth from. He then commanded right. things to come forth yeah. from life to come forth from it. Yeah. Right? Yeah. For, and for, for God is not the author of confusion. Right. And, peace. He, and if, if you look at verse 24, he also says, and let the earth bring forth the living creatures after his kind. Mm-hmm. So from the earth, we see came forth living creatures like uh, cattle. And then keep in mind, everything after his kind. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? So, 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 so foundation and then mm-hmm. come forth. Yeah. Forth. So yeah. There's always yeah. foundation laid, and then everything brought forth yeah. in that Every foundation. Yep. And everything after its kind. So you have um, um, cattle after their kind. You have creeping things, beasts of the earth after his kind, and it was so. So nothing came from nothing. No, no monkey came from a dog. No dog came from a monkey. Dog, dog, and that after its kind. Cat, cat. God kept it in that way, in his consistency. Yeah. Was and 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 in the conclusion of all these things, he says that it was good. Yeah. Just so you know, that's like the stamp of yeah. it was good. <laughs> yeah. It was good. So God made the beast after his kind and cattle after every kind and the creeping things upon the earth and, and after his kind and God saw it was good. And remember also what he says, he told him to what to um I think Theo had read it there when he said to uh for them to to to, to multiply, yes, in verse twenty two. And God blessed him, he said, Be fruitful and multiply and fill the earth and, and then fill the waters in the seas and, and let the fowls multiply in the earth. So God then gave them the ability to do what? Reproduce, yeah. Oh right? yeah. Right. So that then, no, no more. Oh, yeah. he's not gonna things come come forth again. They're gonna reproduce. So he made two of his kind, and then from that day, repro- reproduction. So he brings brings uh, forth the life and tells them, gives them the order to reproduce. And, and be clear, be clear on how he did it, because the story of Noah, I think, gives us insight into how that reproduction took place, even in beasts. <laughs> Chapter seven. The Lord said to Noah, Come thou, and all thy house, into the ark. For thee have I seen righteous before me in this generation. Of every clean beast thou shalt take to thee by sevens the male and his female. 
and of the beasts that are not clean by two, the male and his female. Mm. Of fowls also of the air by the sevens, male and the female, to keep seed alive upon the face of the earth. To keep seed alive upon the face of the earth. The reproduction system that God established from creation was consistent between beasts and in human beings. Mm -hmm. It was always male, male and, and female. Keep seed to keep seed, seed alive. Seed shall all nations eat. Are we gonna talk that, about that? that, that that's <laughs> how the, the reproduction animal. But back to back to this. So so yeah, going back now to verse twenty six. It's like this a key text. That's here. a key text. Go ahead. And God said, "Let us." Uh oh, I mean we can't even move forward without all these things. Here, but <laughs> said, uh -oh. let's just read it first. Here. <laughs> all right, all right. Read it first. We're gonna read the text first. And God said. Let us make man in our image, after our likeness, and let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, and over the fowl of the air, and over the cattle, and over all the earth, and over every creeping thing that creepeth upon the earth. In uh, verse 27, so God created man in his own image. In the image of God created he, male and female created he them. And God blessed them, the same thing that Theron was just talking about, God blessed them. God said unto them, be fruitful and multiply and replenish the earth and subdue it and have dominion over the fish, once again, of the sea and over the fowl of the air and over every living thing that moveth upon the earth. And God said, verse 29, behold, I have given you every herb bearing seed, which is upon the face of the earth. And every tree in, and every tree in the which is the fruit of a yielding of a tree yielding seed, to you it shall be for meat. Plant based. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Plant based. Everything, just based on, <laughs> based off everything we've read, everything God is giving us is living, right? It's mm -hmm. Like it's living. He wants us to eat living things, right? Because if you want to have life, you feed yourself life, right? Um, I just wanted to say that because I thought that was interesting. <laughs> somebody made that point. Somebody made that point where it was like, why do we eat dead things? And I was like, facts. Like, God created living things for us to consume. But go ahead, bro. All right, right. All right. let's finish up. Commercial. Commercial. God saw, verse 31, God saw everything that he had made. And behold, it was very good. Very good. I think that's key because we go back. He never said anything else was very good. Mm. That's everything a good point. Everything else, if he searched back before, it said, and God saw it, and it was good. And the evening and the morning was good. For us, it's very day. good. But this yeah. one, he said, and God saw everything that he had made. And behold, it was very good. And the evening and the morning were the sixth day. So, um, God said, let us make man. Yeah. We're right there, 26. Yeah. All right, what are you saying? What are we talking about then? What are we talking about? Let us make man. Who is speaking? I think we kind of talked about this in previous episodes, but now it's kind of getting into the creation aspect of it, right? Yeah. So let us, when we were talking about who is, is, I mean, if we could poll who's watching and listening, you know, it could be like, hey, what did y'all get? Who was here? Who was talking to who? And I think we came up with the conclusion that it was the father speaking to his son, right? So when it says this, and you know, yeah, his father speaking to his son, let us make man in 
our image after our likeness. So father, son, it's two people, two beings. So if they are going to make someone or something in their likeness and their image, think of a think of a mirror at least. And this is a small scale perspective, but think of a mirror. How many people or beings would you create if you're saying I want something to reflect me? You know, I think we complicate this thing way too much. So once again, we're unlearning what we've learned before. I mean, it was difficult for us, I know, for myself, you know, just having to relearn things because I was taught certain things that numerically don't make sense and just in general don't make sense. So I, you know, what are we seeing here that we kind of want to highlight off the top besides that? All right, Father, be with us again. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. I feel like I started the same way every time, too. All right. So, so <laughs> we are unknown. Uh, Do you have, like, a mantra or something? Look, man. <laughs> unlearned. Like, you got something better? I'm, I'm saying that we have one. Or we just read the, the text again every time. We starting with a text? All right. I think I start with all right every time too. Good morning. <laughs> On our last episode, 